Hello, and welcome to the Gotham TV podcast, an unofficial podcast about the TV show Gotham, uh, Fox TV show, uh, based on the DC comic book characters uh, in that universe. Um, it's due to launch in autumn 2014. Uh, I'm Derek, one of your hosts for the show. Hello, everyone, and I'm your other host, John. I want to welcome you to the podcast and hope that you will enjoy these up-and-coming episodes and discussions as much as hopefully uh, we will also enjoy them. What are, what are we doing here, I suppose? The, the Gotham TV show launches in August, uh, so what are we doing in advance of the Gotham TV show? Um, we're starting off what's called the Zero Year. This is leading up to the actual show where we get to talk about it. We'll be talking about a lot of the connected universe. We'll be talking about the comics. We'll be talking about the news all the new character details that are being released in advance, all the casting, the production, what's going on there. Every bit of news that we find, we'll present it to you. Uh, hopefully we're going to do a podcast about once every two weeks on those kind of topics. Once we get to the launch of the TV series, we're going to kick that off as a year one podcast. And when the show starts, we will essentially be looking and at the show, providing discussion, some in-depth analysis, and we want you guys to be as involved as you can with questions and comments and feedback to give to us so that we can use that uh, within the show along with our own ideas and thoughts on on how this show is building, how its characters are developing, and, and how maybe it's also connected with other aspects of the DC uh, universe. Mm-hmm. Excellent, excellent. When's the show actually going to launch and what's the detail behind it? Well, some of the kind of, I suppose this is the technical aspect to, to, to the Gotham show. You know, it's scheduled to launch at, you know, during the autumn or the fall of 2014. Um, it's going to launch on Fox Networks, the Fox Network in the US. It's a Warner Brothers television, uh, production. Obviously Warner Brothers own, uh, DC, uh, and are involved heavily with all aspects, comics, films, and obviously the TV shows. Um, at the moment, we don't have the information um, about who will pick up the show in Ireland and the UK, but obviously as soon as we know these details, we, we can provide these to you. Um, and at the moment, really, it's in pre-production, so the, you know, the writers, director, production staff will be looking at Maybe the arcs of the shows, the individual episodes, and how they're going to structure um, this exciting new um, canon to the DC TV shows that mm-hmm. are going to be coming out this year. Absolutely. Cool. Well, I hope, hope you guys can stay with us uh, throughout that time, or you can stay with us throughout that time. Um and hopefully every week when we're uh, when we're podcasting, you guys can uh, can contact us and talk to us about you know your questions and your comments and feedback about about the show. Um, you know, you can, we'll give you the details about how to contact us towards the end uh, of of this week's podcast, and uh, and hopefully we'll hear from you guys very regularly. Um, so right now, we're we, while the show is in pre production, there's some details that we do know about it and some speculation out there, and we'll have our own speculation on on what's yeah, exactly. going on. So so you know at the moment. What do we know about Gotham itself? So Gotham itself is based in the DC comic book universe. Um, some of you may have seen it in, in the uh, the Batman movies. It's a city in uh, in North America, um, which is rife with crime. Uh, it's got a, a police force in uh, in the city called the Gotham City PD. Um, we would generally have seen them in, in films such as the Batman Begins series. The 
Tim Burton Batman films, if you're as old as we are, uh, or if you're even older, back to the 1966 Batmans, Gotham has always been present as a city of of villainy and crime. Um, exactly. It's um, Gotham really um, is a well-known, it's central in the the Batman universe, and it will be central to this universe. The show's titled Gotham. It's probably that the city will add some of the atmospherics to this show and be a, a character almost in itself. Mm-hmm. Gotham as a TV show, though, I mean, is being billed by Warner Brothers as an origin story, but not an origin story with regards to Batman or any of his villains per se, but for Jim Gordon, centrally, mm-hmm. um, and essentially his rise to prominence within the police department of Gotham City. Mm-hmm. And so this will be interesting to see whether they come in where he's kind of a fresh rookie with regards to uh, being a, in the detective sort of unit of, of Gotham PD, you know, and it's how far will they plot this rise of of Jim Gordon? Yeah. Is he, you know, is it from the detective to the lieutenant? Will we see, will we get to see the, him as a commissioner? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's pushing it a bit too far here. Um, since it is billed as taking place before Batman. Yeah. And so, you know, some of these questions coming out, you know, will we see him as a commissioner? How far will this rise to prominence that is kind of being touted out there at the moment be? And, you know, in a sense, to what extent will maybe, rather than seeing Batman, will we see uh, the Wayne family, maybe even Bruce Wayne, or will it be his parents? Will they be involved? Mm -hmm. Because, obviously, there is a casting with Alfred. Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting because one of the other questions that kind of comes from this is, you know, how will Gotham, as a TV show, work Essentially, without Batman being um, a central aspect to it. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's you know it's, it's it's a really interesting take on the universe. It's probably the first, it's the first DC property uh, without a superhero to be turned into a TV show, which is mm-hmm. which is quite interesting. So they don't have that to pin it on. It's it's very much a. Uh, you know, it, it it could be down to the, the crimes. It could be down to the the police force gelling together. It could be down to the the criminals themselves and that element of it. You know, it's interesting. You know, we 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 talked about it earlier on about about you know Gotham being a bit of a, a bit of a uh, a character in it. But is it like Baltimore to the wire kind of thing? You know, is it is it that it, it you know every week there's there's you know different corners of that whole city that we're going to see? You know, um, exactly. I mean, Gotham has provided so. So much atmosphere to sort of the films. It, it's drawn so sort of atmospherically within the comic books. You know, it, it adds tension to scenes. It becomes uh, central to parts of the plots mm-hmm. that that go on. It's the juxtaposition between the wealth of the Wayne family along with the political elite with regards to the mayor or to um, the White Knight and that that juxtaposition then with crime and with the dark knight and it provides that environment for, for those um for for those aspects yeah. Uh, yeah by the white knight i mean harvey, harvey dent, dent of course um and and so it'll be really interesting uh, another aspect is what city 
which North American city will possibly stand in for mm. Gotham? Um, will it be the Chicago of the Nolan films mm-hmm. or the New York City of Nolan films or that's used certainly in Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. Will it be a completely different city? Maybe a, a Detroit or, or something like that? Or will it be Vancouver? Who knows? Well, yeah, absolutely. A lot of previous uh, cities have been used to stand in for Gotham. It's uh, obviously coming from a comic book. They're able to draw whatever they want. They're able to draw the, the darkest city that's ever existed on the face of uh, face of the planet. Not many cities want to get tagged with that when they have filming going on. But uh, but we'll see how uh, we'll see how the production works out. There are rumors of of, uh, of New York at the moment, but. Uh, but we'll see if those are confirmed, and as soon as we have some, as I said, production details on that, we'll um, we'll share them with you, obviously, on our podcast. Um, so overall, a couple of a couple of kind of interesting points about the TV show itself. You know, we, it, you know, it, it's not a show that got a pilot. Um, nobody's seen any footage of the show uh, yet, including the executives at Fox who have given it the uh, the go ahead. Um, they've chosen to do this as a series straight off the bat. Like, does that what does that say to you as a as a kind of a you know, a, a comment on the show. They seem pretty confident. Of it, they? Yeah, I, I mean, it must suggest a confidence in the property. Um, I mean, obviously, it's coming off the back of, of three very and highly successful uh, films by Nolan. But also, let's not forget, the DC Universe has done very well within TV with mm-hmm. Smallville. And obviously, now the Arrow is kind of, has found its legs and mm-hmm. has has really good... Um, second season it's becoming more interconnected and so on so that i think may be part of the reason for it also maybe there are other factors that we just simply don't know that it's a change in direction by fox Mm -hmm. in itself maybe it wants to be a part of certainly this uh, increasing sort of culture of looking at comic book uh, material and putting that down um, onto TV onto films and it being successful I mean at the end of the day these these companies are you know a business and it's a business of creativity and it's a business of putting that on yeah I I suppose as as John mentioned there's already Arrow on on TV at the moment which is on the CW network it's about two seasons in so far they're introducing another another series at the moment uh, called Flash, which will be on at the same time as Gotham, and then a third, uh, sorry, well, I guess a fourth show uh, is is also being commissioned from the DC Universe called uh, Constantine. Can any of these connect together at all? They're all different networks by the sounds of things. There's no there's connections in the DC Universe, but do, can they connect together at all on the TV show? I think. I think you would think they could do. Mm. Um, obviously. Marvel has set a, a fairly high benchmark with regards yeah. to connecting their film universe with now their TV universe mm. with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And, and also within their their comics. By the end of this year, four TV shows. Mm. Okay, they're different networks um, for Flash and for Arrow. But, you know, how much will they connect together? Obviously, there is a connection there in that... Arrow has um, introduced Flash as a character. Mm -hmm. Also, how will Gotham link in with the Arrow? It's difficult to say. Maybe not at all. But it might be that they will connect it into 
the Justice League. And maybe in, in part, some of this is laying the foundations and building sort of the context mm-hmm. of the Justice League movie that's proposed. Yeah. I mean, part of it, of it is maybe how much will they reference previous films, if at all? Absolutely. Like, will there be references to the, most recent Superman film, Man of Steel, will there be references to the Nolan universe, even though it's set technically before the universe? We know for a fact that it's set when Commissioner Jim Gordon is only starting out as as Detective Jim Gordon. We know he's in his mid to late 20s. So at that stage, Bruce Wayne, who becomes Batman, spoilers, uh, Bruce Wayne, who becomes <laughs> Batman, is uh, is only, you know, seven or eight years old. You know, it's around the time that his parents get killed, which is you know, potentially a huge plot point of the of the first episode. We don't know any of this yet, but there's, you know, all of that, all of that kind of connective tissue is, is, uh, is it, uh, will they reference it in these, in this TV show or will they take a complete st- sidestep from, from all the other properties and do their standalone show? You know, it's, it's, they're all great. They're all, you know, really interesting questions. This is why we're so excited to do, you know, a podcast. Yeah. I mean, and maybe it's a, a blessing and a curse. I mean, maybe it wants to be a standalone show and maybe, it should be because that's how you will fully explore Gotham City yeah. and the characters of Gotham City that are either villains or aren't superheroes. Mm-hmm. Like we've seen um, how much of a curse it's been for Agents of Shield at the moment. You know, it, it's it's running on TV at the moment and has has set itself up to be a connective a connective TV show to films, which are generally much longer production cycles and much higher budgets so how do, how do you deal with that when you do a week-to-week show you know so gotham taking this kind of stance of setting itself before the nolan films is a good a good way of differentiating yourself good way of not setting yourself up to having to exactly. have having to have a guest star in there like a, a christian bale walking in on a, on a tv show would be unheard of or ben affleck now the new batman um would be unheard of so Exactly. I, I mean, I, I think as well, it's um, it's exploring the regular humans. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know Batman is, technically has no superpowers, but he has a lot of money and he can spend a lot of money on a lot of gadgets. Absolutely. Um, more so, it would seem, than the police department. But mm-hmm. it's, it's looking at humans who are in, you could argue, a nine-to-five job and how that works with... As well, the origin stories of some of the villains. Mm. And I mean, I think that's another way of answering the question, how will this TV show work without Batman? And the focus is on Jim Gordon and his rise to prominence, but it is also looking at the stories of the villains that made in a sense, Gotham City infamous mm-hmm. with regards to crime and so on. And why they needed a Batman in the first place, yeah. Exactly. And I mean, at least sort of to date, we know that there's going to be Cobblepot, a.k.a. the Penguin, mm-hmm. and Fish Mooney, these characters that are all in there. And I mean, that's a really large character in the pe- well, Cobblepot the and, <laughs> and probably his origin of becoming a penguin. With Fish Mooney, um, the uh, penguin, the I penguin, should say, not the a penguin, penguin, not a penguin. <laughs> That's a chocolate biscuit, if anyone uh, wants to to know. Um, but with Fish Mooney, I mean, you know, it's being said this is a new character, 
possibly well created just for the show yeah. so it's a yeah. wholly original uh, character um the character is described as a sadistic gangster mm-hmm. so that's interesting i mean cobblepot in itself is a gangster as well um both of these characters are connected with Fishmoony being essentially the boss of penguin in um the nightclub that he works which again will it be the Iceberg Lounge. It'll be interesting to see how much they follow canon yeah. with regards to this show. Um, and then we're talking about gangsters. So one of the other things maybe to explore is is how how many other gangster families. I mean, will they bring in the Falcone crime yeah. family? And um, you know, Carmine, Vincent, and so on. Uh-huh. Will it look at other sort of mafia type families? Yeah. You know, is it starting off with the police department and what you could almost say as, you know, regular criminals mm, or with a progression towards the more freaky, weird and bizarre that occurs and kind of in a sense that was captured so well with um, the Dark Knight yeah. uh, and the Joker and what he brought. Maybe so, it's that type of sort of thrust and thread that... Yeah. That will be going on, and they got a really great opportunity to do kind of a, a I suppose, a, a noirish type of, you know, uh, detective show. Essentially, you know, I know from uh, from the creators themselves, from the from the people that are that are involved in in the the production of the TV show. Um, we've seen some of their some of the past shows they've done are things like CSI, um, you know, a, a very regular TV show where it's what's called a, pol- a police procedural where they. Find a crime at the beginning of the episode, solve it by the end. Will it move down that track? Hopefully not. Hopefully there'll be more to the overarching story than, than just that. But give us very little to talk about if we're just solving a crime every week. Exactly. It'd be interesting to see what the structure of this will be about. I mean, will it be a crime procedural, you know, a, a crime occurs and it gets solved? Yeah. Um, or that kind of occurs uh, in a sort of sort of discrete threads throughout the course of the the season which actually bring into focus a bigger picture that's going on mm-hmm. with regards to Fish Mooney as 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 the main sort of boss villain and Copplepot maybe and his arc. I mean there's a whole host of different kind of character arcs that can occur here. Um and I think it would be a shame if it just went down a, a crime procedural. I think it may be in part that in terms of the genre of mm-hmm. it and that it, you know, it's focusing on Jim Gordon. You can't get around the fact that he's a police officer, yeah. a detective, Absolutely. you know, m- moves to being a lieutenant, maybe the commissioner, but hopefully it will be quite heavily drama, quite heavily um, sort of within that idea of what DC, I think, are going for, which is kind of a more sort of dirty, say, grungy type of gritty drama. Yeah, but, you know, I suppose, uh, as I said, more more so than any of the other shows, this is grounded in the reality of the day-to-day procedural, the day-to-day workload. This, this isn't this isn't that Jim Gordon throws on a cape. He's the he's the he's a a new detective in town. You know, he's he's uh, it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they how they deal with that dynamic on a weekly basis and characters that we know. You know, there's so many crime dramas that are on TV at the moment, but these are characters that a lot of people are aware of, um, and they're going to want they're going to have a certain expectation off the back of it. I suppose. Yeah, no, I think it's going to be a really interesting show, and I'm really looking forward to seeing it. Okay, yeah, I mean, so we've touched on the sort of casting and characters slightly and 
we hope to do more on that uh, in two weeks' time, where we can go into it into a fuller, uh, more detailed kind of picture on, on a lot of that news that has been coming out over the last two weeks. But I think we also want to just talk about some of the, I suppose you could say, showrunners at the moment. They might not be, mm. but the the people who we know are involved with regards to the writing, the directing, and so on. And I mean, of course. You know, all of this is coming from, you know, characters created by Bob Kane, but also then that were developed and um, further by Bill Finger. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's getting the credit he deserves and, and they're getting their credit, their credit, you know, and, and they're, they're obviously stating the claim that this is based on, based on the DC Comics universe. It's based on the characters created in, in the fifties by Bob and, uh, and Bill Finger. You know, it's, it's quite a, quite an interesting story. You may revisit in the future. Exactly. I mean, it's that idea now anyway, I think with comics were, you know, the, the co-creators, not just simply someone that came up with the idea, mm-hmm. but maybe the people that, you know, did the artwork for it within the comics or, yeah. or, or developed some of the traits that people absolutely loved because it was down to the drawing or down to the penciling or down to the storyboarding yeah. that, you know, these people are just, um, or as important, um, and involved within that creation of a, of a, sort of much loved and well-known property so it's, it's really think, nice you know, one of the things is obviously these people are were getting lost in time because comics were written for kids in the 50s you know uh, nobody thought that 50 years later or 55 years later we'd be talking about a tv show uh, exactly so. exactly and i mean in some ways it's it's really great to see that the um, the TV show, certainly from what we can see at the moment, you know, are acknowledging that, you know, there were other people involved in those really early stages Absolutely. of the creation of this, this character, Batman and his villains and the city of Gotham and um, that, that they're being acknowledged. So that, that's really good. One of the thing is with regards to writer and director is that they're both Brits, actually. Um, there's Bruno Heller, who is currently down as the principal writer. He was born in London. Mm-hmm. And then there is Danny Cannon, who is down at the moment as the director, but also as an executive producer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're both, they're both executive producer in the show, yeah. which means they kind of will give a steer to it by the sounds of things, yeah. you know. And you think if something's getting ordered to series from Fox, they obviously have a lot of confidence in these guys, you know, they're, they're obviously seeing something that they can help to run the show, you know, and, and help to kind of oversee the, the, the style that, that they're looking for. Well, I think it's it's interesting because you look at some of the stuff that they've done previously. For example, like with da- Danny Cannon, you know, he was involved with CSI and quite heavily involved in a number of different capacities of, of producing, directing, and writing. You know, it's a crime-driven show. It's a long-running. It's a successful show. Um, someone like that at the helm. It's not to say that it will be like CSI, but you know, it's someone who knows the, the efforts required to put out a show once a week with high expectations. CSI has a large number of followers. That's why it's been on TV for so long. Maybe not everyone's cup of tea, but it's successful. You know, he's done things like, uh, Nikita is another. Mm-hmm. He's done Dark Blue and he's done the forgotten and in each of these cases you know 
heavily Warner Brother TV connections with with some of these shows that he's done previously as well. And maybe, you know, they've seen his work. They know how he uh, manages the operation and are happy to to place this property in his hands for delivering a weekly TV show with very much-loved characters. Absolutely, and who wouldn't want to work in that playground of... of DC Universe, you know, there's so much, there's so much available to you with, you know, 65 years of, of, you know, detailed characterization that you can draw upon to make your show the best possible show that's available. It's going to be, got to be fun to do. Absolutely. And I mean, for me, if I was a writer and, you know, part of it was slated to me saying, you know, you can work with the origin stories. And when we say origin stories, we mean like going right back to, you know, maybe where the seed that they become a psychopath or a, a villain mm. occurs. In the Gotham universe, there is such a wealth of villains, you know, from the Joker, the Riddler, Mad Hatter, the Penguin, mm-hmm. um, even sort of Bane's renaissance and so on with the films. You know, with Hugo Strange and with all the, the all the ancillary characters that are available to you. This Catwoman, yeah. Poison Ivy, it's, all it's, these yeah, it's, it's one of the it's one of the reasons and you know as as a comic book fanatic like I am, it's one of those one of those things that kinda gets my back, but I totally understand it is why they reboot comic books so often, why they start at the beginning again, because the beginning is so fascinating to writers to see how that person got from being just a guy in the street that you'd walk past and never talk to, to, to becoming the the most evil person or the best superhero. You know, it's getting that origin story every time. It's it must be fascinating to be able to get that opportunity. Writer Bruno Hellier has been involved in quite a lot as well, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, he's been involved with The Mentalist, mm-hmm. uh, Rome, uh, which Rome is Rome with HBO, yeah. BBC co-production. Yeah. Uh, Mentalist again has been uh, running for I think what four or six seasons. A, a lot, a lot seasons, of seasons. Yeah. Again, it's to do with um, FBI. There's Touching Evil that he was, has been involved uh, in, which is going back now to 2004. But that's a crime drama. So again, you know, he has he's got multiple different types of credits on. on on TV shows from producing and to writing. It'd be interesting to see how that progresses in terms of the structure and the plot and the storyline and the character development, how that moves through mm-hmm. through the season. And more Brits taking on taking on the Gotham Batman universe. It's quite interesting that they keep going to uh, to the British sensibility for that dark, you know, that dark feel of the uh, of of this this universe, I don't know what it is. British people are dark, mm-hmm. um, yeah, slightly man. twisted. Um, <laughs> despite all the country estates and cups of tea that you might have, you know, it's twisted. Uh, sometimes dark. murdering and death is your cup of tea. I get it. I get exactly, it. Uh, but it, it will be really interesting to see how, at the moment, I suppose these helmets will progress the story i mean unless more details come out about um you know that there will be directors and different directors each episode different writers each episode which i'm sure there will be um it'll be interesting to see how it develops with with these two guys at the helm because i mean from my point of view i can't say i know a lot of their work so I'll be interested to see how they um, 
develop these characters uh, within this new context without Batman that, quite frankly, we not really seen on TV and certainly not in the films. Absolutely. Okay, I think we can leave it there for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening to our to our show. I'd be really grateful for the feedback uh, from you on anything that you've heard. Uh, feedback from you on anything you know, anything in the news that you've heard, and like to give us co- your comments and your your predictions for the show. You know, um, it's it's always good to stay connected and to keep in contact with you. So you can get us on our email address, which is Gotham TV Podcast at Gmail yeah, or you can um, follow us and connect with us on Google+. Plus. Add us to your circles, add us to your community. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at Gotham TV Podcast. You could call us on Skype and leave a message at Gotham TV Podcast. Search for Gotham TV Podcast on Skype. But as always, you can go to our website and leave us a comment at GothamTVPodcast.com. So just again, thank you for listening and we look forward to hearing from you with your feedback, comments, suggestions, and we'll catch up with you um, next time on our next podcast. Thank you. Thanks so much, guys. Take care. See you. Bye. Bye.